Yo, yo, this is Treasy. And I'm Young Leezy. And we are the On Ear Network. We know you've heard our tag at the end of this show, but it dawned on us that we've never really introduced ourselves. So we wanted to invite you to listen to all of our podcasts. Right now, our roster consists of And Then We Had Sex, a comedy couple that talks about their sex life with an occasional celebrity. The Locker Room, where men take off their filters and say how they really feel. And Grams of Snow, for your underworld and organized crime stories. And of course, Kind of Movie Critics which is our show, where we deep dive into movies and TV. So if you enjoy this show, check out some of One Ear's other podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now let's start the show. If I would have known you were going to get back together, I wouldn't have done this. That's a lie. It's not a lie. You have this image of yourself as so fucking sweet and innocent. But it's bullshit. If you were a fucking sweet person, you wouldn't have fucked your best friend's boyfriend. You two were broken up. Well, you want to go tell Maddie? You know what's f***ed up, Nate? You telling me that you love me and then going and being in a relationship with my best friend. What the f***? What the f*** is wrong with you? Okay. Bye. Thought I told you not to trust these hoes. Say they love you and you know they don't. Say they will, but shit, you know they won't. Yeah, you hear me, you don't feel me though. And you are not the only one. You are not the only one. Yo. Yellow. Hi, friends. Grams of Snow podcast, Euphoria season two, episode four. Here to talk about it. We are. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. You really hate the introduction, huh? Yeah, man. I'm trying. I'm trying to give a fuck less in my life. Um. And I'm just gonna start with the intro. Giving a fuck less. No, I mean just the intro wasn't. You didn't intro it like you normally do. So I'm trying to give a fuck less. Six. Okay. It's a process. It's a process. I don't get it, but okay. I know it's well. There's nothing to get. I'm like I, I'll stress myself out trying to get the intro right because like when I hear it back, I'm like, "Yo, this is a shitty ass intro." So I'm trying to give a fuck less, and that starts with me just not giving a fuck about the intro. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but we are here to do this, do this thing, uh, and talk about this episode because it was a, a lot of weird shit going on in this episode. It's it. Yeah. A lot of weird shit. It's is it being weird for the sake of being weird now? No. Do I, I just hate all the TV shows? Is that what's happening? Possibly. I don't hate this show, by the way. I uh, enjoyed this show. I just think it's I, I I think it's trying to do something. I think it's consciously making a decision to try to do something. Okay. Um what that thing is, I I don't know. I have my thoughts on it, but I don't know for sure. I don't think that they're they're just doing it to fuck with people. I don't think that's the case. Well, Kat's character, the actress who plays Kat, mm-hmm. apparently she is beefing with Sam Levinson. Why is that? Which is why we don't see much of her. Her lines have been cut and her screen time has been cut. Okay. Um, Do we know why she's beefing after, with him? She doesn't like the direction of her character. She thinks what other people think. It's being dark just for the sake of it. There's no reason for it to do all this. Her character's being dark? No, no. The the direction the show was going in. Right. Well, her character was apparently as dark as everybody else. But it all got cut after she voiced that. And they got into it. 
She walked off set. They got into it so bad. And then when she came back, most of her lines and screen time were cut. I mean, I, I, I guess that's to be expected. Like, this, this might be the last season for her then. She might do something crazy at the end of this season to herself. It's not going to have more. Than, oh, no, you out of your mind. How this, many seasons can can they do? Uh, they ain't even hit college at six. They're not following these fucking kids to college. <laughs> Apparently, None of these you, children are going to fucking college. you never seen Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell, those kids could survive. These children are all like one perk 30 away. Yeah. Like, what are we? This is not the same. This is not saying. Are you comparing this to Saved by the Bell? Where, who's Lisa Turtle? I then? think this is definitely the heroin Lisa? version of Saved by the Bell. But see how heroin gets involved and things get a little different. Oh, yeah. Very. I mean, we right. see. We College see. usually isn't in, in the cards for those on, you know, in Bayside who are doing heroin. Like, um. I went to school, I went to college with a lot of drug addicts, a lot of like pill heads. No, I believe you, but they weren't like down bad like this. Well, so you know what's crazy? And we got to revisit this. There's really only two people doing drugs in this whole show. Damn. No, everyone's an addict on this show. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody, I mean, but that's real life. Everybody has their vices in real life. No, these people are dependent on substances for composure. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about it. We'll, we'll get into it. Let me, uh, you know, let me let me intro us. <laughs> let's do that. Uh, but just to reiterate, reiterate, because that was crazy. Uh, we are the Grams of Snow podcast. Your favorite drug dealer, mafia, street gang, white collar crime. Now fucking high school addiction. Titties. <laughs> Titties. Mad penis. We almost made it out without a dick this time. Yeah. We were so close. We were close. But yeah, we're the podcast that talks about all that uh, via television shows and movies. And uh, maybe we'll get into some real life shit at one at some point six, but I don't know. I like my freedom. I don't, I don't want to have to hide from no real gangsters. Mm-hmm. If we talk about real gangsters, they got to be dead as shit. Okay. Yeah. Um. But anyway, man, it's your host. My name's Treasy. For this episode, you can refer to me as Reefer Sutherland. <laughs> I just mean, okay. And my co-host sitting across from me is Six. Speaking of Saved by the Bell, Six, oh, aka Narc Voorhees. Yeah, shout out to Martin the Mailman for that name. I told Jesus him I would use God. it, and I did appropriately. So yeah, Narc Voorhees and Reefer. This is your fault, Martin, huh? Reefer Sutherland. So okay, so everybody, everybody's addicted to a substance to stabilize them. What, what, what do you mean? Like, look. we have watched everyone drown or snort their feelings at some point, except maybe Maddie, who everyone thinks is supposed to hate, but Maddie is the only person. Her and Cat yeah. are the only people worth loving on this entire fucking show. Her Cat Lexi doesn't. Nope. Fez doesn't. Uh, Lexi going to find her way. Well, Lexi, you, we, her thing is this play shit, right? Lexi going to find, I t- I'm still married to Lexi going to find a way to outdrama everybody. Oh, no. We're seeing it happen. Like hers is. Cassie going to whoop her ass. Cassie going to come to one of these shows, one of these rehearsals, trying to support her sister yeah. and hear her whole life being played out. It will if she makes it past the alcohol poisoning. Man, but. listen, Cassie, listen to her this episode. She's on the verge of stabbing somebody. Herself. You think so? 
I think she'll I think she's going to hurt herself for attention. I think she'll. Mm, okay. I can see it going down that pattern. Yeah. I think she's going to hurt herself for attention. I, I almost wanted to throw away my she's pregnant theory uh, because of all the alcohol she was drinking. But I didn't want to let that go because I'm going to tell you why I didn't want to let that go. I Like at first I wanted to let it go. And then I thought about the line that she threw up on when she when Maddie when Maddie was oh, like, have my baby, have my yeah. babies. And then she threw up. I was like, oh, oh, did Treasy, did Treasy just babe Ruth this? Maybe. And, and and if if she is pregnant, is that baby still alive after sure. downing a whole bottle of fucking uh, Jose Cuervo or whatever she was drinking? Just l- let's let's get into Cassie and Nate. Because okay. we have missed some things, it would seem. Okay. Because when did Nate ever tell Cassie before that that he loved her? Or is Cassie, did Cassie hear that in her own head? I, I think true to the conversation we were having last episode that you brought up, I think she's probably... Filling in some lines here. Okay. So Cassie, with this relationship that she's decided exists. Yeah. Okay. Um, Cassie is off. You know what, though? I think Nate has said some adjacent things. I think Nate has said, like, I I love that you're so crazy. He said, I love how sick you are. I love how sick. That's not I love you. It's not. It, no, no, no. Listen, to me, it's not. But but I'm 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 trying to deduce like where no, no. she's come up with this. She just made it up. Women you, do you that. Think so? I'm I'm here to snitch, ladies. I'm sorry. Okay. A lot of times, <laughs> make it up. A woman has broken up with you from a relationship that only ever existed in her mind. Oh shit. Okay. We have all done it. Okay. Are we all proud of it? None of us are. Got it. Will we admit it to the person that we made up relationship about? No. We will do what Cassie did, much quieter, and let them know that they let us on, or we assumed, or say nothing. Right. But either way, every single woman you know has been someone's ghost girlfriend before. Okay. Right. So Cassie is delusional to the point where she's yelling at Nate about being a bad person because she thinks that he's cheating on her with her best friend. She said, you're a bad person because you're in a relationship with me and trying to be with my best friend. She's not wrong. They're not in a relationship. He is fucking her. Sex does not a relationship I, make. Right. I, I, so I think the point still stands, sans the whole you want to you want to be with. She's not wrong. Let me say that. I don't. I, in my she's opinion, she's not wrong. wrong because we missed the whole two years that her best friend and this young man spent together. Right. And the fact that they've been broken up. For not very long. Yeah, not long. So that means they're not really broken up. Right? Like a breakup isn't the breakup until like it's the breakup. Okay. You got to try and get back together like three, four times. Right. And it fail before you're actually broken up. So two days a week after they break up and you swoop in, they're not broken up, Slim. So she's not wrong. No, she's very wrong because Nate is, if anything, Nate is still in a relationship with Maddie. He is not yeah. in one with Cassie. He is just fucking her. Hold on. Cassie got me confused. Yes. See what I mean? See? <laughs> See? No, but, but okay. I want to make a clear distinction here. Well, not even a distinction. Let's open up this conversation. Who's wrong in this situation? Is it Nate or is it Cassie? In your opinion? My answer is both, but. I, I think that both are wrong, but the only person being honest is Nate. Both are wrong. 
But Nate, I, I hate it, but Nate is giving Cassie a choice. Cassie is not giving Nate a choice. She's being manipulative. Nate is telling her, nah, it's, it's not you, bro. Mm. I love how sick you are. I'm going to keep you a secret. You're going to be like, whatever. Like, And she is choosing to make it more. Mm. So is Nate right? Absolutely not. Because he knows what he's doing. He can see how it's affecting her. He's stroking his own ego. It makes him feel good. He's being selfish. But Cassie's not a victim either. Cassie's definitely not a victim. So I can't say that he... You're right. They're both wrong. Yeah. But only one of them is being honest. No, I think Nate is being a little manipulative too. I think Nate Nate knows... Nate... Nate knows what's... This is not the first time that this has happened. She has she has shown like that she is straight attached to this nigga already to him before. No, no, I'm talking about the entirety of it. It's not just about this night. It's not. I, that's the point that I'm making though. But Nate has been honest the whole time. Nate, okay. he, I'm not saying he was right and she and I'm not saying that he was right. I'm saying that Cassie has had a choice. Whether or not she can make good choices yeah. isn't really Nate's problem, which is where he falls in being wrong. But he's not being dishonest with her. He is being. He told her he loved her this episode. Try to get her. Man, niggas always. Come on. So he's being dishonest come with on, her. Come on. Come on. Come on. We can do that. No, no. We can because because that is, yes, that pro- that actually proved her point. It's like, yo, like he's caught. He's, yo, I don't agree with Nate. Like, I, I get what you're saying. I definitely get what you're saying. That he's being, he is, he seems to be the most vocally upfront about what the situation is and the most like realistic. But he's, I don't know the right term for this, but he's kind of like, I guess it is gaslighting in a sense. It's manipulative. It's it's definitely it's a thousand percent. But she's manipulative. manipulating herself. I no. Yes, she is. I, I Treasy, I, if I walk into a room and say, you and me are never going to be together, right? If yeah. I walk into a room with a guy like, hey, me, you, never gonna happen. However, I'm gonna fuck your brains out every time I see you. Right. Might throw in and I love you. But hey, we are not together. I'm actually wildly in love with your best friend still. Yeah. But if you wanna come around and I can fuck you in abandoned homes, by all means. Let's do it. If you in your mind take that as something more than it is because of how you feel about me, mm-hmm. that is not my problem. You have manipulated yourself. It's one thing if I'm taking you out to dinner, mm-hmm. we're doing all these things, and I'm making buying you a Tiffany necklace. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like, hey, I'm going to beat you down in this house. I'm going to beat you off in abandoned homes. I'm going to pick you up around the corner from your house so no one can see us. Mm-hmm. All those, like, and you decide to make up a relationship? You did that, not me. Am I right for allowing you to do it? No, mm. but I didn't do it. You did. All right. Well, why can't he tell Maddie then? Because what he's doing is wrong. I'm not saying what he's doing is right. right. I'm saying he's being honest with Cassie. Being honest doesn't always make you right. It just makes you honest. Okay. I I, I get what you're saying. I don't agree. I don't agree, but I understand what I understand your logic. Um, it's you got to deal in reality. A lot of times, people and I'm not even gonna say just women. People with strong feelings about other people mm-hmm. will allow their emotions to make choices mm-hmm. that their brain should be in charge of. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when you don't, you end up throwing up all over your friends in a hot tub. Yeah. You know, like, but, but, but like, <clears throat> all right. Yeah. See the, it's like the way that I look at it is like, all right, if Cassie was a crackhead, right. Mm-hmm. And Nate came around and was like, yo, 
I love smoking crack with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love smoking crack with you, bro. Like, this shit is, I love how fucking cracky you are. Mm-hmm. Like, he just took, he took all the same, like, vernacular and just switched out, you know, the the physical shit with crack, right? Like, he's, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's being honest with her. Okay, that that's where I understand your logic. That yeah, you're being honest, but you just you are being manipulative. And to me, that is that that is a category of dishonesty to me. It's manipulation. You know what She's I'm saying? She's manipulating herself though. Y- yeah, she is latching on to whatever feels good to her itching ears and letting it mean whatever she needs it to mean so she can stay. Yeah, well, but, he is not giving her anything that's not true. But if we're staying true, if we're staying true to what you said about um, everybody being addicted to some to some sort of substance or whatever the case may be, then you got to understand that like this physical thing that she has going on with Nate is an addiction. That's for not her. Nate's problem, though. That's all I'm saying. Well, he's making it his problem by feeding into it. No, but but what I'm saying is that is her addiction, not his. Yeah, no, for sure. So we can't. Again, we. I hate that I'm on his side because again, he's wrong. What he's, he's doing wrong is wrong, yeah. but it's not dishonest. Okay. That's not for him to wear. If she wants to make bad decisions yeah. and he wants his dick sucked, yeah. so where do you? How do how do you not classify the "I love you" as dishonest? Man, niggas be lying. I mean, that right there. I don't. There's levels that is honesty, right? <laughs> Okay, so what level is that? And that sounds crazy, but it's true. Like when you're in an argument and you're trying to get someone to stay for several reasons. One, don't go tell your best friend because I still want to be with her and want her to marry me and have my babies. So please don't tell her. I need to assuage your feelings, however you're feeling right now. Right. And I know that telling you I love you is something that you want to hear. Sure, right? Yeah, sure. Dishonest. But we've never heard him say that before. Any other time it was, you batshit crazy bitch. I love this shit. Yeah. but 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 when he said, I love how crazy you are. She decided that that meant he loved her when what he was saying is, you dumb hoe. I love that you're going to keep doing this dumb shit. But she, but, but yo. But you keep saying she, you're not mentioning Nate. It's her fault. No, no, no. Listen, she kind of proved, he, yo, he proved her point. He proved, he proved almost the point that I'm trying to say is like, clearly he loves her. He don't love her. So why did he say it? Because he didn't want her to tell Maddie, bro. Because he loves how crazy she is. No, because he loves Maddie. That is the point here. I, I don't know if he loves Maddie. I we know that he don't love Cassie. I think I'm I'm still not yet. Yeah, well, I don't. I see. I'm confused, bro. I'm, I feel like even if we haven't gotten here. So I feel like ha- Cal at the at the end of this, where it's like, yo, I've been living in the house with you. I don't even fucking know you, bro. First of all, like, that was that was he was speaking for the audience. He was an audience surrogate. Yeah, he was definitely um, an audience surrogate. But you're ooh, I'm gonna give you the love I give my friends right now. Okay. If you have to wonder if it's love, it's not. Right. So yeah. if you think, oh, well, maybe he does love Cassie. No, he doesn't. He absolutely does not love Cassie. He does not love her. Yeah. She sucks a mean dick. Right. Right? Right. She might have a Gorilla Grip 5000 down there. Okay? She, she probably do. She likes doing wild stuff out in public. She's got a good rack. Right. That's the extent of it. She probably do some really freaky, nasty shit that you don't want to do with your girlfriend. Right. Right? Yeah. That's it. Okay. She's okay with being a smut. Yeah. That's it. So... He enjoys that. Mm-hmm. We've never seen them have any deep life conversation. Mm, she don't know okay. shit about shit about Nate. 
Right. Unless it comes from Maddie. Everything she talks about Nate is in the context of what her of best what friend Maddie said to her. Him. Yeah, that's right? a good because point. Because Maddie knows him in real life. That's a good point. Right. So he likes fucking Cassie. Mm-hmm. Cassie is delusional with an alcoholic parent, a missing father, a one real relationship in her entire life. Before that, she was a smut who was, a, who was addicted to attention and has no idea how to differentiate being fucked with being loved. Ooh. Now... None of that is Nate's problem. <laughs> Can Nate identify it and go, you? Yes. Should he have walked away as a man? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is Nate's character 18 fucking years old? <laughs> also, yes. Yeah. None of, again, Nate is wrong, mm-hmm. but he did not dupe this little girl. He was more honest than other 18-year-olds would have been. Yeah. This is Cassie's doing. I, I, I get what you're saying. It's like I, walking in Target and you should not be eating chocolate and you're blaming Target because you bought chocolate. Yeah, I mean, some the yeah. chocolate's at Target. You walked in and picked it up. Why'd you buy now, it? If, if, but if if Target came and delivered chocolate to your front door, unsolicited. Every day, no, unsolicited. Because yeah. you can order. You can DoorDash the, the chocolate. Yeah, but I'm unsolicited. But he didn't. It's that wasn't unsolicited. He, yeah, his the, the way the way they entered into. The way that they entered into this whole was situation. her showing him her vagina. Uh, mm. He gave her a ride. Mm-hmm. She flashed her vagina in his truck, mm-hmm. and then hid from her best friend in a bathroom, mm-hmm. shaking in her fucking boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Listen, Cassie. Cassie. She walked into Target and said, "Are there dreams what? for sale? I would like one." And Nate said, look, we have a whole rack of dreams right here. Which one would you like? (laughs) And she said, that one. It's the most shiny. Okay. And he obliged her. Okay. Should he have dreams for sale? No. Right. Did she buy the dream? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And no, in that context, you're I I want to be clear. You're I mean, you're absolutely right. So I didn't I didn't finish that sentence. Uh you're you're right. She definitely bought a dream. Um I don't I want to be clear about something. Cassie's a fucked up individual. Everything I cannot wait till Maddie beat the dog shit out of her. I don't know. I used to feel bad, but I want somebody to beat her up. I'm I'm gonna be honest, man. I don't. She she might have a long day with Cassie because Cassie 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 looked like Cassie said, "Quick, you think she's crazy, but I'm crazier." And you blonde and blue eyed. When she said that, I knew exactly what she meant. She'll kill us all. She she'll kill us all. She is single white female for sure. This that's what this is. This is turning into that. Um and and um yeah, Cassie, everything Nate was saying to her in that room. I hate that it was true. Yeah, it was true. It was true. Nah, it was true. Cause even with the whole y'all weren't together, bitch. Okay, if you feel better about that, that's your, okay. Yeah, that yeah, that's, that, that's really only for your that's, benefit. Yeah, like, she's a fucked up individual for fucking on her um best friend. Her man, best friend, like, you know, man, even though they weren't together, but still there's a code there. Not, there's a code there. But I but but listen, listen, it's a lot of the, it's a lot of chicks out here that be on that. That be on that heavy. So, so here's the thing, right? Y'all one, y'all are still friends. Uh-huh. And they weren't broken up. Yeah. I stand by that. If yeah. they, if y'all have not tried to get back together three and four times and none of those times worked, you're not broken up yet. Right. Out of curiosity, you know, where do you land with that in real life? What do you mean? Like, like what Cassie did in real life, is that inbounds to you? No. Like, is that something you would ever do? No. That's not something you would no. ever participate in? Okay. No. Because there's some people that look at it like, okay, well, you know, me personally, I can never 
mess with somebody who I call my best friend. And not even I don't even gotta call him best friend. I like, like if we were, if that was your girl, I I don't know if I could do it. Yeah. I don't know if I could do it. That's where I land with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like if, if, if you're my friend and that's your boyfriend. Yeah. I don't know if I can ever forever, do that. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there's some people that feel like that's imbalance. There's some people who married their, you know, who used to be their best friends. And they're they're still piece. friends? Like they were still friends when they started dating? Um, I, I would imagine. I mean, I'm not saying I know any people personally like this. I'm just saying that there's some people that are, that this is their story. You know, like I, I was, matter of fact, Love, shout out to Love Life season two on HBO. There is a whole, there is all, this happened in that where two guys who were really good friends, one gets divorced from his wife. Mm -hmm. And then later on, we find out that she's heavily dating a dude that's like part of his core friend circle, like dating him heavy to the point where he has an opinion about what her ex-husband did to her. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah, so and so those two gentlemen are friends. Like they were friends when they when he started dating his ex wife. Yeah, yeah, they were wow. still friends. Yeah, so it, but you know they they handled the material well. Like um, the way that they use it in love life, it it ended up being like a point of closure. Like because the way that the dude, oh that's how he found out. N- n- no, no, no. The friend told him. When the, it started or? Nah, when they were like knee deep in it. Mm. The friend told them. But, See, no. And it, it was a thing. It was a problem because they were like on a, on a, on a, like a men's retreat, like in a cabin. Dear God. And he told them and it turned into like a thing. Like, you could have ended up in a hole somewhere. That wasn't smart. You need to do that like in public. Right. And it, it was a thing for a little bit, but then something happened and then they had to call his girlfriend, homie's ex-wife, into the into like pick them up because something happened like a car like the engine died or something so she had to like come to their men's retreat and pick them up and the two the the two exes ended up having a like a sort of a very quick conversation but what it did is i think that it really like closed it for both of them because Mm -hmm. the the marriage ended abruptly and in a very fucked up way like the like the, the husband basically checked out you know and he was like looking for something else mm-hmm. on the side of so cheating. But anyway, yeah, so shout out to Love Life Season 2, on, which is also on HBO, uh, if you're looking for something else. Um, real quick, before we shift gears, I, I do want to shout out uh, a listener of ours that that reached out to us. Um, I, don't, I don't know if she's comfortable with us shouting her out, like her real name, but shout out to Maya. Uh, she hit us up and she said something in the DM uh, just to clarify a statement that I think I made two episodes ago, you'd ask me a specific question. If uh, the girl who played Jules is transgender. First I said, no. And then I came back and said, I don't, I don't think so. I'm not sure. She confirmed that Jules is transgender. So, um, you know, um, I thought that was, I, th- I thought that was interesting because this dude, Sam is, Sam has effectively done what everybody says should be done. Like instead of having a cis, you know, male or cis, you know, woman playing um, a transgender role, just have a transgender. And he had a transgender playing a transgender right. role. So I, I thought, I was, you know, I'm on the, I'm gonna be honest, I'm on the fence about this Sam uh, Levinson dude. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, to yeah. me, he seems like I, I, I look at his work, I look at him in these interviews. He kind of feels like a very self-absorbed. 
like one of those guys who's really smart. He's a white boy who grew up rich. Yeah. And and, and it's like a deeper thing, though. He's like he kind of comes across as one of those guys that thinks like when he does something very artistic, he wants to tell you he did something very artistic and very like. I think Malcolm Marie's his like I, I I doubled down on Malcolm and Marie being his story. Yeah. Well, it, being about him and how he feels about the industry rather. Right. And and clearly, I, I think, you know, there's there's definitely a lot of overlap there. Um, I, yeah, you know, you and Lizzie made some amazing points on that on our on the kind of movie critics. Uh, this is a shameless plug kind of movie critics, Malcolm and Marie episode. So but, you know, he does little things like that. Right. You hire a transgender person to play a transgender role. Um, you, you seem like you're giving a voice to, I don't know who you're giving a voice to, right? Like I struggle with that. I don't know who this show is really for, to be honest. It's for Sam Levinson. Right. Like I, okay. I asked myself this question because I wouldn't consider myself, I wouldn't consider myself like a drug addict and I'm, you know, I'm not a a teen, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I'm only looking at this through the lens of what he's presenting to us. Is that I'm, I'm 20 years past high school. If I was in this frame of mind watching this show, I'm trying to think what, what it would do to me. Like, wh- what would this show do to me? Would this show throw me into it? Would this show spiral me more into like sort of like um, self-deprecation or would this show scare me straight? I don't know that it would do either. Um, okay. I follow a girl on Twitter. I'm not going to say her name because I'm sure she wouldn't appreciate it, but a girlfriend of mine on Twitter mm-hmm. um, works in rehab, basically, like uh, mandated sometimes, but a rehab center with young people. Mm-hmm. And she, from her, people ask her all the time, how do you feel about euphoria? Mm-hmm. She goes, it's super theatrical. That, that's not, it's not what it looks like at all. Mm-hmm. So she's not aff- offended or affected by it. Mm. Um, she said that a lot of the stuff is accurate, a little like it's not like making a mockery mm-hmm. out of drug addicts, what they go through. She goes, but it, this isn't going to trigger anyone who is using. And it doesn't trigger me as um, as mm. someone who works in a rehab center, um, like other documentaries do and things like that. Um, Interesting. I- she, she says extremely theatrical. From that, hmm. and and again, that's not a drug user's lens, right? But from someone who works very closely with their care, their upkeep when they relapse, things like that, right? She's like, it's it's soap opera ish. Okay, um, well, that's that's an interesting take. But I, I think that Dare should relax. It's, it's not that serious. So right? what's going on with this? Dare is trying to resurge itself after however many years, right? And says that. And depending on how old you are, you might not know who Dare is. Dare was, or maybe they still exist. Right. I forget what it stood. Drug awareness, rehabilitation. Educate. I don't know. They used to come yeah, to your school like when you're in fourth and fifth grade. Yeah. For whatever reason at that young and tell you how smoking weed was going to make you a crackhead. Right. They were wrong. Um, While the the woman who bought this into society's husband was slanging bricks in the hood. Exactly. Um, This was a Nancy Reagan production. There was. Mm. So they came out recently and said that this show is glorifying drug use. Mm -hmm. I don't know what show they're watching. 
nothing I'm looking at makes me, I don't want to smoke weed after watching this show. Like nothing I'm looking at is glorifying this. If anything, it's dark, right? If anything, I would be worried about feeling bad as a drug user and watching this, right? But this is not glorifying it anyway. And Dare can, Dare can relax. Like, and a lot of it's just not real, right? Rude took four perk 30s. Yeah. After doing a line of Adderall, and drinking a white claw. So I'm, I'm assuming that's or a lot of perks. Or it wasn't Adderall, it was a benzo. That's a lot of perks. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, as a man who's never taken a perk before. I, I have it either, but Perk yeah. 30 is like the big boy. That's the big boy. And you took four. It was, but it ain't a blue dolphin, though. What's a blue dolphin, Treasy? I don't know. I, I, just heard, I think I heard Pusha T say something about blue dolphin. So Treasy, what color was the Perk 30? It was, it was blue. Blue 42. Blue 42. Hut, hut. You make films. You do not rap. Oh, that wasn't a rap. I know, but there's there's no need to like freestyle about wow like football I, plays. I I appreciate I you came in here mad aggressive. I appreciate Did the aggressive. I? You 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 came in here ready to fight. That's not true. You're I, making that up. I'm, I'm doing a Cassie. Been, I'm doing never, a Cassie. Yes, I have never been ready to fight and not fought. First of all, let's start there. <laughs> like, all right, so so the perk thirty is the blue dolphin. That's what you're saying. I don't know. I'm all just right. saying like because you asked me a question like you knew. I don't do perks. All I'm saying is what I do know. Yeah. Is that a perk thirty? Mm-hmm. A perk thirty. Again, I only know this from a medical standpoint. Okay. That's how we put down like patients who are wilding or for extreme pain with a perk thirty. Yeah. And Rue ain't nothing but a hundred a hundred and one pounds. Baby. So again, with baby. Yeah. She took four of them things, did a line of what was probably a downer because Elliot kept telling her you shouldn't drink on it. So a benzo mm-hmm. of some sort. Okay. Rue, had, Rue was supposed to be dead like a, like a couple perks ago. Out of curiosity, does any part of you feel like nothing in this episode actually happened? Whose subconscious are we in? All right. Well, I, I have an answer for Cal because Cal got gun butted a hundred times with the <laughs> with the broad end of a double barrel shotgun, right? So, well, twelve gauge, I believe. We wouldn't see anything else but Cal's story then, if that was the case. No, 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 no. I, I get it. Uh, that's why I said I only have an answer for Cal, like okay. be, because he got he got gun butted. So part of me feels like what we're seeing is not Cal's reality. Now. Rue's explanation, potentially, she just got a suitcase full of drugs, right? So she she just could be high right now. You know, we we saw her her relapse was done as fucking high school the musical the end of last season. You know, sure. so so you know potentially that could be um, the 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 vehicle for Rue's sort of quote unquote hallucination. We saw too much of Jules and Elliot by themselves for that. Yeah, so. All right. So, I mean, there's that, uh, you know. We never saw, the only time, I believe that we were, well, W and Rue's subconscious when we saw her father in the church, but. Yeah. Right. I right. think that's the only time. Right. Okay. All right. It was, it was just a thought. Now, yeah. I mean, I, I'm kind of sticking with that for Cal's situation because Cal's really didn't have any overlap. Like, I mean, Nate showed up in this, he showed up in, in Cal's story, but then he's also, he also showed up in the. He also showed up in the Cassie story, but it almost seemed like it wasn't real. Like even their interaction when they were in like in the kitchen and 
and Nate was opening the little thing. <clears throat> and Cal was wilding, like, oh, yes, father, I'll wear a seatbelt, you know, before he, he left. Yeah, no, he was drunk as shit, but it it almost felt like there was, it almost felt like there was a disconnect there, like, like I think an intentional I believe production that, disconnect. I think I'd believe that if when we went to the bar mm-hmm. that he and Derek went to, mm-hmm. if he wasn't dancing with Derek. Mm, right, I see there what was, you're saying. He he got there and then it flashed back and it, when we saw what was in his mind. Yeah. And it turned out to be, you know, a random young man at the bar and then he was seeing Derek. Okay. I'd believe it if that didn't happen. Got it. That's a good point. I don't know. Just something I was trying on. Uh cause cause Cal cause Cal's whole arc this episode. Cal pulled his dick out this episode, child. I was like, hey. Pissed on his I be fucking floor. on little boys. What's up? Yeah, and and told his older son, who just popped out of nowhere this season, this is the weirdest shit. And did you notice there was a third child in that picture? Yes. It so. is not Ashtray, by the way, guys. Oh, people think I, it's, it's Ashtray? It's not fucking Ashtray. They got Ashtray when he was like still waddling. That right. little nigga in that picture is like three or four years old. Interesting. That's a white boy. He'd stop calling white people niggas. But that young man in that picture is like three or four years old. Interesting. So, um... Yeah, but just him pissing on the floor. Who will clean that piss up? They got they got to draw straws for it, like you said. <laughs> like, because <laughs> I'm not doing it. What we did learn is Marsha knew. It was confirmed. Marsha's known the whole time. We said that. Yeah. I think we we touched on that last episode. Yeah, yeah Marsha just seems like she's been checked out. Like you know, she's here. She's just here so she doesn't get fined. She did what she needed to do for her family. Honestly, if we're if we're being honest. Mm. I'll, this is crazy to say pedophilia aside. <laughs> Cal also did what he needed to do for his family. Oh, yeah. He got her pregnant and he was like, all right, be a dad. Right. You know, and dads aren't gay. And that's what he thought. I'm not saying that's the case, but right. in his mind, you know, dads aren't gay. Because he kept saying, I'm a man. I'm a man. Right. Um, I mean, but it's obvious that bravado is the reason he has an issue with his own identity. Um well, after seeing kind of his his own father, do you have any sort of understanding to like? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, I get it. Like, again, pedophilia aside, which sounds weird to say. Yeah. But I think that Marsha was doing the same. Mar- I told you, at that wrestling match, mm. Marsha knew, but she was already pregnant. Right. N- now, keep in mind, child, the only pedophilia was Jules, and he didn't know that she was underage. Not saying, not making it better, but he he's I don't think he was making a conscious effort to be a pedophile. Like You don't I, think so? I don't think so. I, I think I think they're going out of their way to let us know that. Like he's not trying to be a pedophile. He's just an undercover dude. All them other young men looked really young. I don't remember them showing us a bunch of young men. Yeah. In season one? Maybe. They ran together. Because uh-huh. I'm watching them together. Okay. But the the young Hispanic man, there was a young black man, like and they, I oh. guess they could have been in their early 20s, but either way, Cal's 40 plus. Yeah. That's creepy nonetheless. Right, right. But, it, but, but you know, pedophilia, that's a whole nother category. You know what I mean? I suppose. Who oh. is Nelson? Nelson. Nelson. Why is Fez upset that Nelson's baby mama showed up? Oh, Nelson is the, um, I think is the, the drug dealer that, whatchamacallit, hitting a hit. Okay. With the, with the hammer. Oh, that's Mouse's real name? I guess so. Okay. That's 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 what that was my assumption. Okay. Because I don't know who the fuck Nelson is, if not. Yeah. You know. Um, so I'm assuming that that's Mouse. And cause and then also because it was told to him by the dude who was with Mouse. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? So that got his face knocked in with the hammer. <laughs> um, so I just assumed that that was who Nelson is. Yeah. Because, I mean, they, they had to dispose of the body. Yeah, but then it's like his baby mama showed up asking questions. Did, does she not know that he's dead? Like, how long ago did this happen? I just... Yeah, that's... Uh, well, it's all kind of new. It's all... I, I feel like from the time that the episode opened up, New Year's Eve, to this, I feel like I feel like we're talking about maybe two weeks. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that means, like, the, the hammer, that situation was less than... Probably about less than a week before that. Oh, okay, okay. You know what I'm okay. saying? Because because the hammer was this was this season? Mm-hmm. That was the first episode they showed homie. Um they showed Ashtray kill. I don't know why I thought that was a flashback of some sort. It's kind of like the way they positioned it, because they positioned it around Fez's backstory. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah. So that's why I thought it was. Yeah, okay. But, but that's a recent that that's not backstory. I feel like that's pretty recent. Okay. I feel like all of this is within a month. Okay. Yeah, all yeah. of this is within a month. That's what I feel like. Because again, the timelines from season one and two are just winter break. Yeah. yeah so it's just a two-week winter break. There you go. Um, so, um, I want uh, y'all to stop telling me Sydney Sweeney deserves an Emmy for crying for an hour. That's not Emmy worthy. <laughs> you know, she is killing this though. I'm not yeah. saying she's doing poorly. I'm just saying yeah. her crying amongst a bunch of flowers does not an Emmy make. <laughs> it's not an Emmy. <laughs> um, That's funny. Man. Oh, I got a question for you. So have you ever faked an orgasm? Yeah. What? Okay. So. Yeah. There's that. So that's just like a. So have you. Like everyone fakes orgasms. Yes, I have. Right. Have you? Okay, so you've had an orgasm faked upon you. I'm certain. Yeah. Okay, I just want to see if you're gonna be and real nigga about it. I'm not embarrassed by that. Oh, okay, I'm because pretty sure I've had many of the few orgasms that I've uh, oh, that I've ignited. This is I'm pretty this sure. Is, oh god, a few of them. But a lot of time have been fake. All of the time, every faked orgasm is not about not being pleased. Sometimes it's I'm it's exhausted. Like I'm tired. My, I got a cramp in my leg. Right. Or I'm tired. Can we go to? Yeah, dog, you yeah. trying to outlast me, and that's great. Here, let me go ahead and pretend that I got one, so you can go ahead and let go, right. and we can go to sleep. That's 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 a good point. I am old, I am tired, and my hips not good. That's, so that's a good point. Can we please get this show on the road? Okay, okay. I need to go wash my face. My skincare take thirty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so so that from Rue's monologue, she's a virgin. That was her first time, like yes. That was her first time getting anything sexually, and I'm I'm assuming that too because Jules also did not know what her orgasm sounded like. Right, right? and like she also was, said that she had never eaten a vagina before. Yeah. So so okay. So both of these girls are really virgins. Well, no. Well, no, no, I no, feel no, like no, Jules no. been cheating Jules, on. Jules yeah. not a virgin. That's right. No, uh, Jules been getting her back blown out. Yeah, because <laughs> she told she whispered her number in Elliot's ear. Right. And he was like, oh my God. And she'd been with Rue for a couple of minutes. Right. So, okay. Um, I'm getting to realize why everyone told me that I'm supposed to hate Rue. I get it. Not Rue. Jules. I get it. Right. I get it. You get what? Jules is a piece of shit. Okay. Talk to me. Jules Jules is a teenage girl. Okay. Jules is not a piece of shit. Jules is a teenage girl. Okay. But teenagers are annoying. Okay. Um, This whole thing with Elliot mm -hmm. and... Rue, her trying to prove to herself that she's not jealous, or her trying to like, like, what are you? If he's gonna get that mad about it, why'd you make him kiss? Um. Okay. And again, I get it, right? Because you're sixteen. Right. 
and stupid. And this show is written differently. So, mm-hmm. like, I get it. Okay. But at the same time, it's like, God, you're annoying. All the stuff you do, you, you're you upset about this? Like, You think she's upset, you thought? Mm-hmm. I think that it's driving her into Elliot and she's digging into it. I, well, I, I took it that she was upset that Rue is on drugs again and hiding. No, I mean, before that, it's a little snarky remarks or she has a crush on you. You should kiss him. That was not 10 seconds. Okay, that's enough. And then it was, okay, we'll watch him lick me now since you did that. Like, girl. Yeah. It's just doing things to make yourself uncomfortable. I don't understand that. I don't understand pushing your, someone else pushing your buttons is one thing. Yeah. You pushing your own buttons is crazy to me. So part of me thought that she told, she was telling Rue to do that to throw the scent off. Because, like, clearly her and Elliot are kind of in this that's cool. electric space. Children are stupid, so maybe that's it. Okay. That's children it. aren't smart. Yeah, that's part of what I thought. But maybe. but I do get what that's you're saying. That's fair. Um, and these, and so in these, like, movie flashbacks where they did Brokeback, they did <laughs> Ghost. So they're kind of portraying Rue as the stud, as, like, the masculine. Well, I mean, I guess they kind of got to. If one of the girls is trans- transgender, they got to make sure they affirm her Gender identity? Oh, interesting. Okay. They would have gotten so much trouble if they ever portrayed Jules as a guy. You think so? You think so? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. If they took the transgender character and put her in a stud role. That's interesting. They'd get canceled. I, I, I never thought about that. Because you're right. Like, the whole essence is, I don't want to be a man anymore. They'd get... Not, I don't, I don't want to be male anymore. Not but. even that, right? Because I think that for most transgender women... I don't know that all transgender women are super feminine, right? I don't. See, that, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know if it's about being girly. I think it's about whatever gender that you feel like you fall into. I'm talking about the show specifically would have been canceled for it because of the pariah it set itself up to be. Right. Um, that's all. So yeah, they made the the cisgendered woman be a stud because you can't threaten her gender identity, and no one's gonna, you know, mm. write a fake piece about it. Interesting. And we've all seen Zendaya in a suit and it's the fucking, she hangs a suit better than anyone who's ever seen put a suit on, male <laughs> or female. Right. Um, Interesting. Okay. I, that's, a, that's a really good point you just brought up because I didn't think that much into it and me not This is the first thing I thought because I thought the same thing. Like, why do they keep making Zendaya the bull? Ah, because they can't make the transgender woman. Okay. So you caught that quicker than me. I I, yeah. I, I, I was still, why they can't make room? <laughs> uh, that's what I was doing. Um. But yeah, I, I like your explanation for that. Yeah. Um, all right. So you feel like you feel like Jules is pushing her own buttons. Pushing her own buttons. She doesn't know. I, I think that she I think that she's navigating liking two people mm-hmm. and everyone's friends. But one of them makes her feel better than the other. And she doesn't know what to do. And she's probably trying not to hurt someone right. and being a dick in the process. Okay. Um, you got to admit, man, her her and Elliot have some good chemistry, man. They do. They I'm not taking that at all. I, yeah. But I also think Elliot dirty Mac like a motherfucker. Okay. You took that as dirty Mac and too. Elliot, I, dirty Mac like a... You can admit to your drug use yeah. without throwing Rue under the bus. Don't get me wrong. Rue, again... Yeah. Everybody involved is wrong. Right. Rue should not be doing drugs like she doing. Yeah. She shouldn't be doing drugs at all. 
But she should not be like a walking Pixis machine either. Just chock full of prescription, right? That should not be happening. Right. But you could have just said, I know you don't too much like the drug use kind of thing. I I like the benzos. I don't know what to tell you. Man, this, this is, okay. This is interesting because, all right, my heart of hearts believes I took the same way thing that you took away. I feel like he was dirty macking. But then if I'm just going to play white devil's advocate for a second, right? There is, okay, he was very specific in saying, I'm, I've been doing drugs with her. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I've been, I've been enabling her. So like, it could be a mix of the two. I think that our point still stands like you made before about him feeling like, okay, she's she's down bad and this is my fault. Yeah. Because like even down him, he didn't do the line in the bathroom. Right. Um, So I think it could be a mix. It could be, yo, baby's about to lose it. Yeah. And I feel responsible. I didn't know it was like this until it was already like this. Right. But also, you'll forgive me because I'll stop. Right. Baby over there and died three, four times, and you don't too much trust her. Like it, it, it felt like both. Yeah, I can see that. But so, but then I start thinking of all right, the motive for dirty macking. Like if you would do dirty macking, the motive is this girl likes that dude, but I want her, mm-hmm. right? But he's in a situation where he can have both of them, right? And she wants him, and she knows he knows that she wants him. I don't so, think he want both of them. What you think? What you think he wants? I don't think Elliot wants to be with the crackhead. I, I think I think, <laughs> I think if, he likes her. I think she's fun. I think she's yeah, a good friend. Right. I don't think he want to be with her. Well, okay. I'm talking sexually. That's all I'm talking. Like he, he don't want to. I don't know if niggas be wanting to fuck on a crackhead either. I ain't gonna hold you or fold you. I I think he has some attraction to Rue. I think he likes Rue. Yeah, but he also know that Rue is always high, and because he huh. too is always high, he know that stuff don't work when you high. Right. Okay. I will say that it seemed like, especially with that drive, when he was like, "Yo, fam, you need to chill." You see what I'm saying? Well, I like, think, that's I that's think not sexy. Kinda, yeah, that's not cute. It's not, and and I think that. Um, so you're right. You're absolutely right there. And the fact that he did his drop her off in the middle of nowhere, I was so mad. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't understand. You just let that. that girl off by under the fucking freeway? Are yeah. you insane? Yeah, I was like, she wasn't belligerent enough for me to just pull over. No, and, like you see I her take home her safely. Home. Yeah. yeah, you drop her. You off know home. that she's high. Right. You know that she's not only high, but drinking on a benzo, right? Which could kill her. You've watched her die in front of you before. Yeah, see, at least get her home. So to me, that was a bigger strike on him. Yeah, than, yeah, that's when my opinion changed. Yeah, like oh, you just a piece of shit. Yeah, well. That's when I tweeted, oh, opinion change on Elliot coming. Oh, I didn't even see that. Because why would you leave a girl outside like that? Like yeah. drug addict or not? See, I'm 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 trying I'm still trying to figure out how I feel about Elliot because he's very charismatic. He's very intelligent. You know what I'm saying? He's he seems to be he's a very likable character, man. You know what I mean? Like, Maybe the problem. I know that that that'd be the, the that'd problematic, be the, likable ones be the problem. Yeah, but like even his problematicness is just very, just very smooth. Like it, he gonna end up with five baby mamas. You think so? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. And married to a man, but he got five baby mamas. <laughs> he might, might be. I'm. I'm just trying to figure out where they're leading his character on this. But maybe he's the they big. Ba- he's the big bad wolf. 
that like maybe he gonna help remove these drugs because she ain't sold a single pill yet. Yeah, she definitely ain't sold a pill, and and I see that uh, the she's plug, still using the plug lady showed up in the in the preview for next for the next few episodes. So I know it's finna get real sticky. She gonna that. want her money on time. Yeah, she cause she wasn't playing. Um, yeah, she said, "Bitch, I will sell you." Man, I know she got that comedic timing and that dry disposition, but I don't. I think she, she also got every- a flight to the Arabs. I'm telling you, yeah, yeah. y'all seen Taken? She gonna end up on a yacht in Dubai. Yeah, that's a fact. I can see that one happening, and not in a good way. Uh huh. All right, so Lexi in this play. Um, she she's. You ever seen this movie called Sinadeshi? No. Okay. All right. It's a Charlie Kaufman film. Um, she seems like she's doing a version version of, I don't know if it's pronounced in a dead she or Schenectady. I don't Schenectady. No, but it's not spelled like Schenectady, New York. It's spelled like something else, but it's, I think it's supposed to either be pronounced like Schenectady or Sinadesh. I don't know. It's confusing. The title's very confusing. If you know anything about Charlie Kaufman, he's a very confusing individual. Like, Oh, you talk about euphoria. <laughs> you talk about watching something and being like, what the fuck did I just watch? Pick any Charlie Kaufman movie that he's either written or directed and watch it and, and tell me what the fuck you think that is about. Okay. Okay. Um, so he did so he wrote like being John Malkovich, which is pretty good. Probably my favorite that he's done is Eternal Sunshine and the Spotless Mind. He wrote that. Um, but yeah, but anyway, Sinadechi, he there's a like the ending of that and it has Philip Seymour Hoffman in it is kind of like what is going on with Lizzie right now where it's like with Lexi Lexi excuse me not Lizzie where she's like she's doing real life role play like she's writing it's weird because it's like she's writing a fucking period piece but the period is now (laughs) you know what I'm saying why are you calling it a period piece only because it's referencing it's because it's not a period piece. You're right. Like she's like writing a real time biography. She's telling her sister's business. Uh huh. She's telling her sister's business. She's trying to get her ass beat. Yeah. Because by way, she's telling Maddie business. Right. But I, I guess what I'm saying is usually when that happens, the events that somebody writes about are in the past. Oh, yeah. She's writing it in present tense. Mm-hmm. And that shit is fucking messy. You know? <laughs> I already told y'all, Lexi finna do her big ones. Yeah. Like, everybody gonna want to beat Lexi ass. And I said, they're leaving so many plot holes in this. Why have why haven't Fesco and Lexi talked again? Oh, why has why haven't right. we addressed Maddie about this tape? Oh, so that's what I think is going on with Nate. I don't think he really wants. I don't think he really wants to be with Maddie. I think he's trying to get this fucking disc now. Uh, let Maddie tell it. They've been having conversation before the disc thing popped up. In the hot tub, she was saying how he's been begging to get her back. That's yeah. why baby threw up. Yeah. And, and listen, he, he could very well be, but he's also known that that disc has been gone for a long time. So like, so part of me feels like he, part of me feels like he really loves his dad. You know what I'm saying? And, and he's trying to get this disc back. Um, because Obviously, he knows what's on it. You know what I'm saying? That's what I think. I, I don't know. Like, their their whole fucking argument in the hot tub, that that was why. That was classic woman. That was I agree with Nate, right? But why? that's real life. That is real life. Yeah. She wasn't wrong. No, she was very wrong. No, <laughs> no. I, 
Women hate me. I don't care. <laughs> I want men released and some women released from thinking that women are allowed to do dumbass bullshit like that. Yeah, no, she was wild. That's insane. You... We said the same thing. Yeah, but I can say it. You can't say it. And you said it too fast. And if I say it, it means something different than when you... Bitch, are we together? The answer is no. (laughs) What now? They can see me here with you on your birthday. So clearly we are not that far removed. I'm sitting next to you in my drawers in your friend's hot tub. Right. Yes, we are working on things, but are we together? No. Right. What now? Where where she had me, though, where she kind of won me, where she was just like... But you're the one that's showing up talking about you want me back. So for you to say no. But they but what's the answer? Yeah, no, the answer is no. So what do we mean? So Yeah, no, I that's get it. That's the end of the sentence then. I get it. <laughs> the no. rest of it is how you feel. And that's not the question was I asked how do either of you feel about not being together? I get it. The question was, are y'all together? Yeah, but the she, answer is no. She on her Colombo shit though. But you can't do that. Yeah, no, no, I know. But she but clearly she's piecing this shit together. She's piecing this shit together. No, she's not. What? She's not piecing nothing together. Oh no, she at, at this point she 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 at this point she has a hunch that Cassie is fucking on her man. It ain't confirmed yet. I don't think that. I think I think she got the hunch when um I think it's been incremental. When you saw me when 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 she saw her dress like her, right? Like the hmm. I just think she okay. thought she was being a weirdo. I think she's a lot smarter than I think she's a lot smarter than we're supposed to think she is. No, no, I think she's brilliant, but yeah. I don't think anyone's done anything. Well, you said brilliant. You jumped out. You jumped out of plane. No, I, I, don't I, think brilliant. I stand by Maddie being the only intelligent character and lovable character on the show. Um, her and Kat. But I don't think that anything has happened where she thinks anything more than the baby girl's tragic from her asking, mm-hmm. you know, you're not good when you're not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You don't do well. And then, you know, she's great. When she gets drunk, she gets tragic. Mm-hmm. That, that's all that's happening. She's been single. We know that baby is crazy when she's unattached. Right. She doing that. She's trying to find herself. Like it's, I think that's probably what Maddie thinks. I think it's going to have to, Maddie might look back and piece it together, but yeah. I don't think she's piecing it together now. Hmm. I, Cause you didn't feel like she caught a piece of it with the, why are you saying that? Like, what do you, I don't know. It, what did she say? When 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 she was basically going off on Nate for saying no, like that wasn't Cassie. Yeah, right. So I think we're kind of saying the same thing. I think like I think I, she, I think they're I, six, seventeen, eighteen years old, and men of all ages have never been the best at realizing what to say when a woman wants them to say it. Because like Maddie told Cat, we don't know what we want. You just kind of figure it out, right? Mm. The man was asked a question. He answered the question. Yeah. I think that it might be 14 days before her next cycle, right? Like, I think that's probably well, what's I, going I, on. I think, I think you might be a little bit dismissive of her line of logic of how, of what she put together. Like that, that's my opinion. You mm-hmm. may be a little bit, you may be a little bit dismissing that. Like she kind of was piecing it together right in front of us. Why would you say that? Because you saying that is different than me saying that. I'm I'm looking at her stumbling onto your lap, like when she came in the pool. Like it's kind of, the pieces are kind of right there on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe she hasn't like picked them up and realized they're all part of the same puzzle. I think when she when she finds out, she'll look back and do that. Oh yeah, okay. I just so don't think we're that she's doing thing. it now. We're saying the same. We're somewhat saying the same thing. 
Yeah, like I agree the pieces are there, but yeah. I just think that she has every reason to not believe that's what's happening. Yeah. Her friend is drunk and tragic. Her friend is single and is never single, doesn't do well. Yeah. They're going through a messy breakup after he just told her, I didn't feel loved by you when we were together. Mm. So yeah, he's going to say, no, we're not together. That's an insecurity in her. Mm. That's mm. a, oh, you don't want me anymore? Mm-hmm. You just told me you didn't think that I loved you. That's an insecurity in her, right? But yeah. I think that when she finds out, she'll piece it back together. Mm. But I don't think she's piecing it together in real time, no. But I could be wrong, but mm-hmm. I just don't think that. Do you feel like Lexi's piecing it together? I feel like Lexi got her own problems. Okay. We got to figure out this Nate situation because not Nate, Ethan. I feel like if she's allowed to have her storyline anymore, mm-hmm. I, I feel like maybe the storyline got really dark between her and Ethan. You talking about Lexi or Cat? Cat. Okay. Did you ask me about Lexi and I'm responding about Cat? Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. What no, was your question about Lexi? I, do you think Lexi's piecing it together with Nate and and Cassie? Oh, I think Lexi knows. Okay. I think Lexi knows. Right. Yeah. Okay. I think that's why she's writing the story. I think that is Lexi's big one. Hmm. Lexi gonna tell these people that her sister's fucking on her best friend's man. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's her big joker. That yeah. I'm trying I'm trying to rotate in my head. Does she have a bigger joker than that? Or is this just like her way of just And not even on purpose. It's just I want to tell a story, all the names are changed. Yeah. You know what's gonna be interesting? And I thought they did kind of brilliant with that, um with the casting scene when they showed like the back and forth between Cassie's conversation and her cap conversation. It's going to be interesting who she picks to cast these people, like who who she cast to play these people. It's going to be the blonde that was walling out who looks just like her sister. Right. But but even beyond her, it's going to be interesting. I feel like there's going to be an issue when everybody kind of sees how she's portraying them in this. You understand what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. like, yeah, she's I, like. I, it's going to be like on the best man. Yes. This is like the this it's is gonna be like the scene when they were reading the book. Yeah, this is definitely the best man. Mm-hmm. This is for sure that right now. Um, That's Lexi's big one. Man, I, I I still stand for her little production, like her mm-hmm. little line producer. I really like her, man. But I think that Cat and Ethan, back to the point I clearly wanted mm-hmm. to make, I guess. I just okay. decided to answer about Cat when you asked about Lexi. Oh, good. Um, I think maybe there's that story, the darkness of it was. I can see Ethan being a fake nice guy. Okay. And Kat trying to be like, hey, I just don't think this is for me. Like, I just don't feel it. You know what I mean? Like, I think that she would have been nice about it. I don't think she would have been ugly Mm. about, yeah, I don't want to do this and him losing his shit. Mm. Maybe stalking her, maybe trying to hurt her, maybe hurting her in actuality. Mm. Maybe her hurting hurting herself after hurting him so bad. I don't know. I feel like that's where the darkness of her character probably would have came in. Got it. Um. We'll see if there's a storyline for them at all. We saw them driving away in the car and they were under a spotlight as well. So, you know, that usually means something's coming when people are singled out under that light. Mm. But so we'll see. Yeah. I mean, she flat out came out and just said, like, she can't stand him, right? Is that what yeah. she said? This? And she, but she also said, you know, nothing's wrong with him. I just, mm-hmm. I just can't stand him. He's too nice. And we didn't, we never talked about it last episode, but that encounter that she had with, with his parents was very, felt bad for her. I felt very bad for yeah. her. Yeah, because her mom, his mom was definitely judging her. You know what I mean? I don't even know if she was judging her. 
I think it was just like, who? Okay, girl, didn't expect all that. Like, you just supposed to say, say something real cute. Well, it's like when you ask somebody how they're doing and they tell you how they're doing. Well, it was instead of saying fine. Her, no, her response was mad, like Extra. fucking facetious. No, I'm talking about the mom. She was like, because oh, girl, that was illuminating. Yeah, because girl, why'd you say that? You're supposed to lie. Like you're supposed to make up some cute shit and just say it. Oh, it seemed more condescending. It was okay to a 17 year old, right? But also, it's why would you when you meet someone for the first time, they ask you how you're doing, you say fine. You don't tell them how you're actually doing. Oh, well, yeah. That's just like a life tip in general. <laughs> right. That's what I mean. So like this adult yeah. compared to this child but, who's really but, in real time struggling with who she no, is. No, no, no. But she didn't ask her how she was doing. She asked Tell how, me about yourself. She, she said, who are you? So tell me. Who are you? Tell yeah. me about yourself. And she's like, I don't know, yeah, bro. Tell me about you. She might have said, tell, you, tell me about yourself. Yeah, you're right. But either way, yeah. it was, you know, oh, I like vlog walks on the beach. Like that was the answer. Right. It, it wasn't. She doesn't really care who you are. <laughs> like. Mm. So when she answered it, and I was like, well, girl, if you're going to answer, at least answer. You ain't say shit about shit. Yeah, she definitely didn't say shit about shit. I think shit. his mom is just short. Mm. I don't know if it was meant to be as facetious as it was, as it came across. Right. I think his the per, her personality, because she was forward. Mm-hmm. Just even, it wasn't a let's make conversation, I'll ask you questions. It was, let's interview you. Yeah. She's super forward about it. So maybe this, that suggests her personality. Right. Mm. Okay. Where's McKay? Oh, yeah. I think McKay might have just said, fuck Cassie. He went with Trevor? <laughs> Travis? Travis, yeah. Because both they, of them. They go to the same college. They went to the same HBCU. Yeah, they go to FAMU. They make music together. Or Got something. it. Yeah, Clearly. Because they both just straight disappeared. Got it. Um, but, but McKay dodged a bullet. You know what I'm saying? McKay dodged a bullet because she's clearly fucking crazy. And we don't, we all know, listen. No black dude need to be involved with a white woman that crazy that knows she crazy. Listen. So McKay might If you take nothing else from this podcast, <laughs> yeah. when you see a white girl whose eyes are always red rimmed from crying, yeah. you take your black ass somewhere else. Especially if she's blonde hair, blue eyed. And good titties. Yeah, that's, you carry your black ass the hell on. Because that girl. Yeah, she dangerous, bro. You, she can cry on command. You, you better off not paying Uncle Sam. Baby. <clears throat> you don't want no parts of that one. Linda. All this for some white claw. Oh, you talking about when they stole the? They beer went through all thing. this for some, not even beer, for some white claws. For some white claws. What's white claws? It's like it's what you drink at the beach. They're like Mike's hard. Oh, okay. But okay. weaker. Really, white claws? Yes. Interesting. They're like, yeah, they're like a yeah. preppy white girl drink. They're actually delicious. Let me not say preppy white girl. Right. They're just a very light alcoholic, like seltzer kind of thing. Got it. Yeah. That. Well, that that. That twelve pack or whatever that was um, costed them a whole insurance claim. Like for some white claws. <laughs> yeah, that was that's a little bad. You knocking over stores and shit for some white claws. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. You could at least got a bottle. You're in California. You could have sold some tequila. You know what I'm confused about though? What I'm super confused about was if you didn't want Rue drinking it, and if you weren't going to drink it, what the fuck was the point of getting it? What was the point of stopping the whole conversation saying, "Hey, man." This this seems like a some a conversation with no, alcohol. Elliot right. and Jules drink. But he didn't drink because he was like He was driving back. They were still in the car. Right. Okay. So he wasn't drinking because he was driving. Yeah, they were still in the car. But why would you bring alcohol around an addict? Because they're 17 and stupid. Yeah, like why would you bring Rue into this if you didn't think Rue needed to be drinking? You knew what she was on before she got in the car. Before you made the suggestion about None of these people are good people, besides Maddie and Kat. 
Hmm. And Fez and Ashtray. They're good people. Yeah. Believe it or not. Yeah. Ashtray got a code that he stand by. Yeah. I'm I'm starting to catch like rom com vibes with this Faye and Fez. I like First it. of all, F&F. I used to hate it, but I like it. Yeah, I I like Faye. Faye's cool. She a little weirdo, but she can stay. She's funny. Like I could hang with I could I could hang with Faye for for a smooth I, I, hour fifteen. Oh, minutes. okay. I was like, I, I. yeah, no, I can't I can't do more than I can't do more than an hour and a half with no Faye. Yeah. But for that hour and fifteen minutes, I would probably laugh my ass off because she's, she's probably really sweet. She mean well. Yeah, she just you know, and and, and I would imagine in that house she's clean. Yeah. Right. No, I, I don't think she's clean. I don't know. I don't know if Ashtray nor Fez is letting you do drugs inside a house they got drugs in. Like, I don't know if that's I, happening that, like that. I don't know that you can just tell a heroin addict of that magnitude just not to use it. We would have seen her going through a very bad withdrawal yeah, weed true. or not. That's true. Because we, we we clearly saw her on the bathroom floor. So yeah. I'm, what the fuck am I talking about? I think about? she's probably using much more safely. Okay. Because she doesn't have to binge it. Maybe. Right. Probably right. much more stable. But Fez is asking for trouble, dog. Yo, baby, drug dealing ain't really in his ministry for real. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a bow wow. Baby, I don't. Bless his heart. Yeah. You know who ministry it is, Ashtray. Say again. You know who ministry it is, Ashtray. <laughs> yeah. No, Ashtray is a stone cold Pablo in the making. I love that for him. sure. But you know, I Fez Fez is a little too soft for this, bro. Yeah. I think he's a little too soft. He always he always trying to. <laughs> yo, Ashtray, chill out, yo. <laughs> like, well, because Ashtray also will just kill somebody because it's Tuesday. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's... that's You can't just kill because it's Tuesday. You I need mean, more reason than that. You sell hard drugs. I think that's. I think that comes with the persona. You got to But you be, can't get caught, right? So you, killing folks because it's Tuesday is... is shit, they ain't been caught yet. It's, right. Because Fez keeps saying, yo, Ashtray, chill out. <laughs> I mean, they got a body. Look, Ashtray got a... It's just balance. Got a body. It's just balance. Yeah. Sometimes the body necessary, but not all the time. Right. If we got all the bodies Ashtray wanted, mm-hmm. wouldn't be no show. Mm. <laughs> it would be. It'd just be like a mass murder show. Right. Like. Um. So yeah, kind of circling back to this concept though, man. Like, um, I, I just don't know if the show is. I just don't know who the show's in service of. I think like I want to say it's just entertainment, but this is a little the subject matter is a little too palpable just to be entertainment. I think it's just entertainment. I don't think it has to have a greater yeah. I think if it had a greater meaning or purpose, it wouldn't be so raw. Well, I think there's no moral in story. There's no good guy. It's it it's just a show. So you know what's crazy? It's almost starting to feel like Lexi is the parallel for Sam, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what Lexi is trying to do with her play, it's almost like what it feels like Sam is doing with this show. Like, he's just fucking being messy, right? Like, for the sake of calling it entertainment, counter-programming, at least it's not Oklahoma, right? At least it ain't power. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... You don't you don't get that vibe the same way he kind of he he put himself in Malcolm and Marie as as Malcolm. I think know. he's want to tell a story, and I think this one specifically is his. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, this goes Lexi's back to Lexi's doing it to for attention. Like she's doing it because she's being ignored. This show is just about his story in general. Lexi's not even telling her own story. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. You're not you're not wrong. I, this goes into. 
this just goes into me. Tr- I'm still trying to deduce how I feel about Sam mm-hmm. Levinson. I think creatively, I think he is a very dope individual. I don't know this guy, man. So first and foremost, man, I'm not trying to like belittle his character or defame him by any, by any means. He can be the coolest guy on planet Earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, for him to have a show on HBO and have all these people, you know, rallying for him, working with him, minus Cat, it sounds like. No, he's a dick. He's a documented asshole. He's a documented asshole? Everyone calls him a dick. Who's everyone? Most people have worked with him. There are tons of stories on the internet about him being an ass. I got, I need to see these. That he's just a smart asshole. But, he's good at what he does. He's a creative, he's a creative genius, but he's a dick. Right. You work with him because there's value in it, not because you want to work with him. Well, there, there. You said I think like two episodes ago, something like Cassie was like, "Listen, if we don't want to do things, we're able to say that." And I think someone saying, "I don't want to show my titties," is different, right? Like he, you, you can't be a dick about that. Well, you could. I mean, you could, right? But like, there's that's different. That's a different kind of assholeness, right? So, th- so that that's a predatory assholeness. I, he's just an ass. He's just an ass. Okay, so it sounds it sounds almost like probably the way that people talked about like Stanley Kubrick, where he was just like he was difficult to work with. He fucking did a hundred takes of every fucking scene. Maybe. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't get that vibe because you know I don't think the budget is that big. Have you seen Sam Levinson? Have you seen him? Yeah. He looks like a he he acts like he looks like a douche. Yeah. I, he looks like a dickhead. I I need I guess I just need to look more into it and 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 see for my because there's there's something I'm definitely trying to get to. And I, like he just presents like okay, you saying that he is a dickhead, that you hear this, that is kind of that actually goes into the category of what I'm probably thinking in my head. Like, because he kind of his his persona that I'm gathering almost feels like he's one of those, I'm so smart that I'm smarter than everybody in the room guys, you know, where it's like, he's just constantly trying to show everybody how smart he is, but he thinks that he's doing the way he's doing it is undermining people's intelligence. And it's like, no, we see what you're doing. We just don't give a fuck enough to really tell you that like you're, you're visible and we see your dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess I just never thought this much about Sam Levinson. Yeah, it was I just, just interesting because I, because I mean, a person who I don't know, all this shit is swirling around in his head, and I'm trying to figure out why. That's all. Okay. But it, I guess, it really doesn't fucking matter at the end of the day. Um, anything else we didn't cover about this episode? No, I think that's all I got. Uh, any predictions? I'm just waiting for Cassie and Lexi to fight now. Okay. I'm waiting for for Cassie to hear a couple of lines from Lexi's play mm-hmm. and figure out it's about her. I'm interested to see what that conversation is. Oh, you said Cassie and Lexi, not Cassie yeah. and Maddie. Sorry. Okay. I'm interested to see the conversations between Cassie and Maddie. Because okay. if Cassie got super apologetic and Maddie just thought it was about throwing up on her. Because huh. we saw Maddie gagging, right? Like being thrown up on is disgusting. Yeah. And she's drunk and messy. Oh, I messed up your birthday. That's not why she's apologizing. Right. So you apologize because you fucked your man. Right. So I'm interested to see what that conversation looks like. I don't have any prediction. Rue's either going to die or get shipped off to the Arabs. I don't know. I, I stand by Fez and Ashtray having to have a, a coming to Jesus with mm. Rue. Mm. I don't know what that coming to Jesus looks like, but I stand by that's going to happen. Okay. Um. 
Okay. Who, if... Oh, I think Rue OD'd. Yeah. I think this episode, Rue OD'd. I think that's what the ending was. Right. Right. Yeah. Very, very powerful. I mean, you okay. It was... So it kind this kind of presented that at least the pre- presentation that I got was that she her getting high is looking for something. Yeah, she misses her dad. She so, misses feeling anything. But she well, that kind of goes against that conversation that she had with Elliot. Well, she lied. She's a drug addict. Okay. All right. There we go. Yeah, she she yeah, yeah. there's a reason. Yeah. People don't just use drugs. Right. No one wants to be an addict. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, that was that was a very powerful, you know, the music was very hit you in the in the chakras. That artist's name was Labyrinth. Labyrinth I feel like most yeah. people knew that, but if you didn't, Labyrinth. I, yeah, that, interesting, man. And, and I guess he's the music guy for the whole show, right? I do not know that. Uh, yeah, I, th- I, think, I think he's the, um, he scores the music for the entire show. If so, he's amazing. He does really well. Does really well. Um, okay. All right. But, well, uh, oh. The question I wanted to ask is if Cassie and Maddie fight, who wins? Maddie. Whew, yeah, I don't know. Maddie. If Cassie and Lexi fight, who wins? Cassie. No, Lexi. Yeah, that's a. I'm starting to think Lexi because because I'm like, all right, the shit that made Cassie crazy, Lexi was probably privy to the same stuff, but the way that she deals with it is way more internal. So therefore, she's probably got a lot more pinned up rage. Not even about pinned up rage. I just think Lexi. Can beat up her sister. It ain't about who got more pinned up. I think Cassie, the craziest of the three people we talking about. Okay. I just think she's crazy windmilling her arms, white girl crying and screaming titties out. Okay. I think Maddie going to fucking black her eye and ram her head into a wall. Okay. I think Lexi's going to two-piece her up. Like, I just I just think she crazy white girl. Okay. Fight another crazy white girl, she might win. Got it. Got it. Okay. Interesting, man. Um, Batman, well, uh, yeah, I, I love to see where this goes. Um. Oh, real quick, last thing. I guess Elliot and Jules in real life is a thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's pretty I saw dope. That. That's cute. pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, man. Uh, this was episode four of Euphoria. Obviously, we'll be back for episode five next week. Sixty. You want to give them our socials? Yes. On Twitter, we are Grams of Snow. On Instagram, we are Grams of Snow Pod. And if you are not already catching up on Snowfall, go ahead back to. Um, we covered season four mm-hmm. to get ready for that end of the month that comes out. So, yeah, I'm excited, man. Um, I, I want to see where I, I see them. My boy, uh, what's my man name? Uh, Scully's back Jeez, in God. this season. So I'm, I'm waiting to see what that's about. Yeah. Cause what are you doing? Yeah. So, um, and I, I just, I'm curious as to where they're going to take the story. So I'm excited. Yep. Bet that man will, uh, We'll be back next week for episode five, Euphoria. I guess in the meantime, man, you better, I don't know, Rue better get these fucking drugs off. Man, if she live. <laughs> Bet. Peace. Bye, friends. This has been an On Ear Network production.